You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Gentlemen, start your engine! Triangle Tire, Tires for Life presents Dave's Corner Garage. The following is a paid program. Opinions expressed can sometimes be accompanied by hand gestures, which your sister may find offensive, but you think are hilarious. There's one in every family. Buckle in, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. Got a car query? Call now, 416-360-0740 or toll free at 1-866-740-4740. Yes, indeed, there's one in every family. <laughs> Just couldn't resist, couldn't he? Did they change that intro? Yes, they did. They okay, did. Okay, because I, I use that word. On occasion, and people ask me about What's it. What's that, a query? Query, exactly, oh. like an inquiry. I thought question. you were going to use something like, uh, there's one in every family. <laughs> uh, I, I was going to use a hand gesture, guys. I think that's what they're alluding to, but I mean, I wouldn't stoop that low. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. Well, good morning. It's once again another Saturday morning of Dave's Corner Garage, and once again, it's freezing cold out there. The winds, we live down by the lake, and the, 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 uh, the waves were unbelievable. So yeah, I don't doubt it. The, it. the wind in Midtown is brutal oh, today. Wired to Willie should be roasted. Anybody in wetsuits down there? Uh, I wasn't looking for that, but if you want to go down and check, you can. Yeah, you got one of them windboards. You could really <laughs> fly, eh? Listen, joining us this morning, along with uh, Alan, is uh, a special guest that we've had on many, many times. He's our co-host for today, and we're going to leave it over to Al to uh, welcome Brian Max into the studio. Yes, Brian. He's an automotive journalist. He's a car reviewer and driver of fast three-pedal cars when he has that opportunity, of course. Well, I've, I've got a three-pedal car at home, but I like driving those three-pedal cars, <laughs> yes. Yeah, well, Brian, we're going to be talking a bunch, a whole bunch of stuff about cars, and uh, certainly if you've got a question, you're welcome to give us a shout. We've got uh, Rhonda English from CAA going to be on our show today. She's talking about a new product. It's called Maple, and not the syrup uh, uh, or walnut. True, you know, That's yes. ice cream, I think. you like maple walnut? Uh, no, my favorite is uh, Kawartha uh, Moose Tracks. That's ever... mine, too. Oh, my God. It's so good. The chocolate. and This is a car show, but I'll talk about food anytime. It's the best. Okay, cool. And yeah. then we've got Brian Goldfinger on the phone. You know, we've had so much bad weather in the last couple of weeks. Uh, even even experienced drivers like yourself must get into the odd fracas, eh? Absolutely. Sometimes it happens, but, you know, I do my best to stay out of uh, fracases. Right, right, right. And a lot of times it's not even your fault. You know, like, I was just sitting there, and all of a sudden, a guy bangs into me. See how he becomes? He's a mob. His voice turns into a mob. (laughs) (laughs) But Brian, just just as a little tidbit here, Brian is a personal injury lawyer, and uh, he shed some pretty interesting light about uh, areas I didn't even know about. Brian Goldfinger, not Brian Max. No, Brian Max, he he could be a lawyer. No. No. <laughs> no, no. What was that joke you had about? No, we won't go ten into feet? that. <laughs> Something about 10 feet? Yes. A good start? Yeah, yeah. That's like the one about them at the bottom of the ocean, eh? Yeah, exactly. Something like yeah, that. something yeah, like yeah. that. And uh, we also have our friend, who knows all of us, Norris McDonald, coming up to talk about the Daytona 500. Daytona 500. Yes. So what do you, you got money? Not, do you have money on this thing? I, You know, I looked yesterday. And what are the I, odds? I, 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 oh, the odds aren't great, as a matter of fact. I mean, you can bet a favorite, but 
you know, you're ten to one. I mean, who is the like favorite for Daytona 500? Uh, I, I believe it's Denny Hamlin across. Oh, really? Several of the betting sites. I had a look the other day, and he seemed to come across uh, on, on all the top spots. I what think he, he's what won about, three out of the last five. I think. I think so. Yeah. 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 What about uh, Monsieur Villeneuve? What well, do you think? Well, Jacques got in, which is pretty crazy. I don't think anybody that old's ever got in before, did they? Um, I don't know. Norris can tell us, but I mean, okay. he's he's my age, so he's he's no spring chicken, that's for sure. But uh, oh, we're going to start giving out ages now. No, 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 we're not going to do that. But how I, old are you? Uh, you know, For I, me, yeah, way too old to race in that race. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm kind of lost. Is, so is Villeneuve like the oldest guy to race? No, not at all. Really, not at all. Well, we'll find out more. All right, listen, we've got a great show lined up and some special guests throughout the hour, and we're going to let. Brian Max and Alan Gilman, take us out. Besides, he may only last five laps, you know. I mean, who knows? I need a drink. I got to stop for a, you know. Uh, <laughs> this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, along with Alan Gilman, his co-host Brian Huck, Max, and we will turn it over to you. I was in the middle of a good story, but I had to stop. Yeah, but it was, you couldn't air it on the yeah, air. No, no, no. no. Well, I watched it on television. Your wife would kill you. That's true, that's true, that's true, and I don't blame her, but uh, it was funny. You know, speaking of information and getting the right information, it's really important. Um, you guys all forwarded me a story this week from Pat Foran, who's a super guy, and, and he's consumer advocate and always trying to do the best he can for the consumer. But Brian pointed out to me that, you know, you do have to read the whole story. Otherwise, it leaves you with a clouded vision. Oh, right? so the consumer report, right? Exactly. Yeah, so- yeah, okay. Consumer Reports released their list of best cars for 2022. They've got 10 on the list. And if we look at it on the service, okay, that's that's cool, that's great. But if you're a consumer looking to buy one of these things, you really have to pay attention. So, for example, one of the things that Consumer Reports did this year is they made two things mandatory to qualify for their 10 best. Mm-hmm. One is highway speed, active emergency braking or, or um, accident, uh, what do they call it? Automatic emergency braking. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that is a feature that is available on a lot of cars. Sometimes it's not standard equipment. So in this case, Consumer Reports wanted that to be standard equipment. As well, forward collision warning had to be mandatory for cars to make their list. And again, that is standard equipment on a lot of things, but the list comes from the United States. Right. Consumer Report is an American-based outfit. Right. And they're looking at American cars. Mm-hmm. And and what I find, because I drive both American and Canadian cars, and I look at the specifications on both sides of the border, they're not, they're not specified the same. So a lot of the cars in Canada would have qualified for this list, but are automatically discounted because in the United States they have a different specification. So, for example, uh, you know, I, I like a Honda Civic, as you do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the base car doesn't come in Canada with... Automatic braking. Right. Now, I haven't checked because I just haven't had the time, but I think the the brand new 2022 Honda Civic comes with this stuff standard. So mm-hmm. it's automatically disqualified as far as Consumer Reports is concerned. But for us, if we're using the same criteria, the Civic should have been evaluated to the same standard. Secondly, I believe the Toyota Tundra that I'm driving right now mm-hmm. has these features and the report that that Pat Foreign chair right, right, right. excluded full size pickup trucks because for, for various reasons, but I think this Tundra has this technology and it should have been included for consideration. And sometimes there's cars that are available in Canada or the states aren't even available in, in in the other country either. Well, this is the thing. The first thing I noticed when I read the list uh-huh. is they have a vehicle listed and as their best subcompact SUV. It's called the Nissan Rogue Sport. If you go to the Nissan dealer anywhere in Canada, you cannot buy a Nissan Rogue Sport. 
Wow. So what would you do? Can did they have something that's similar? They've got exactly the same vehicle that's sold by a different name. It's the Kashkai. Oh wow. Oh that's what it is. Yes. Oh I've seen those around. But you know, if if you don't have the same perspective as I do, you go to the dealer and you, you take your consumer reports list and you say, I want a I want a Nissan Rogue Sport, they may not know that it's the cash guy. And of course they'd want to sell you the bigger rogue anyway. Well, you know, and I'm just get the quick question as well. You know, we deal with a, a leasing company and um similar kind of experience where nobody read the specs on a certain vehicle. So they, they had uh, ordered for a customer a, a big old uh, Hyundai Palisade. And when they Those took, are huge. Right, right. And it's expensive, and it's yeah. got lots of toys. I like them too, yes. However, however, when they went to deliver the car, they gave the customer the keys, and they said, keys? Uh, doesn't everything come with a push button now? Well, no. And then they went to, uh, to carry it on further. They said, well, could you program my, my, my garage door opener into the mirror? And he went, oh, there's no buttons on your mirror. And That sure much enough, of a difference, really? Yeah, so this is where wow. it's important, as Brian is saying, to look at the spec list, to go to the – and which, which, which leads me back to, you know, like people want to think that you can do everything online. Like my son-in-law buys shoes online. I don't know how the heck he does that. But, you know, just to see a picture of a car on, on a screen and then go buy it. Yeah, you got to be in it. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you, or, so what were the, the, the top 10 cars well, the, or you know, something like that? So something like that. So small car was Nissan Sentra. And uh, I still haven't driven one, but I really like the Civic. The subcompact SUV was the Nissan Rogue Sport. The small SUV is a, another car I haven't driven yet. And I've got it scheduled soon as the new Subaru Forester. Then midsize sedan, your car, Steve. The Honda uh, Accord. Honda Accord. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then for hybrids, of course, they love the Prius and the Prius Prime. For the two-row SUV that's a little bit more money is one of my favorites, the Toyota RAV4 Prime. They're impossible to get, and if you get one, you're going to pay way over MSRP because it's a hybrid RAV4 that's tuned for performance as well as efficiency. I love the thing. Then the sister car to the Palisade, the Kia Telluride is their three-row SUV favorite. Mm -hmm. The compact pickup is something I disagree with, is the Honda Ridgeline. The reason I disagree with it is because I love the Ford Maverick. Okay. That new little Ford Maverick, that little pickup truck is a beautiful thing to drive. Are they the same are they the same category? Uh, is, not quite. The, is the, the Honda is a little bit bigger, isn't the it? The Ridgeline is a little bit bigger, uh. the bigger bed, bigger interior and certainly more powerful. But that Maverick was so impressive. I you know, I try to be unbiased and all of this stuff and and you know, Ford does me no favors. But I love that Maverick. It's oh, a yeah. beautiful little truck. How different is the Maverick from uh, the one that's coming out, the Lightning? Oh, the Lightning is based on the F-150, so it's two sizes bigger, that Lightning. Wow. Looking forward to driving that one, and too. And that's all electric. Yes. And speaking of electrics, this is where I agree with Consumer Reports. Their favorite is the Mustang Mach-E, mm-hmm. and I think that's a smart buy because... They are a real car company at Ford, and if your Ford Mustang Mark E breaks, they will fix it. They will have a part supply for you, unlike the very famous electric car maker out of California. Uh, <laughs> oh, they make the Model T. Yeah. Oh, the one that, <laughs> yeah. the one that you put the cologne on and it smells a little bit like musk? Yeah. Yes. That one, yes, yeah. that one. That I one. see, yes. <laughs> uh, and finally, on Consumer Reports list, their luxury mid-size SUV, which is not a bad thing. It's got a little bit of age on it now. Mm-hmm. It's getting a little older. Is the Lexus RX, which are very, very popular in Toronto streets. But another criterion we have to look at is top 10 stolen vehicles. <laughs> That's another way. Where the RX is top of the list. Isn't that the one you had? You got your bought your wife? Uh, no, she'd like one, but no. no, no. <laughs> so it's important if you can't park that nice car in a garage, 
you may want to look at something else instead. Exactly. Well, there are a lot of cars that are getting ready to park down in Daytona, and we're going to find out more about that with uh, Norris McDonald when Brian Max talks to him next, along with Alan Gelman. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, and we'll be right back. Stay with us. You're, of course, listening to Dave's Corner Garage. We had a lot of calls uh, about some of the videos we stuck up on our Facebook page with uh, Daytona 500. And uh, speaking of people that can talk about it, we're going to introduce uh, Norris McDonald along with Brian Max. Go ahead, guys. All yours. Norris, it's a big weekend. What are you thinking? It sure is. Well, you know, some, first of all, Brian, nice to hear your voice. Uh, I remember a good time we had in Southern California a couple e- of years ago. Easy, easy. He was just talking about that, Norris. <laughs> we, had, we had a great time, didn't we? Anyway, no, it was a great time. We hit it off. Anyway, um, you know, tomorrow, tomorrow we've got a Canadian in the race, Jacques Villeneuve. You, I'm sure, Brian, remember the name Jacques Villeneuve. Uh, you know, we all we grew up with uh, with Gilles, and then his son comes along and uh, and uh, just swept everything going. Um, you know, the Indy 500, uh, the car championship. He was a Formula One world champion. Uh, then, then as he went on from his Formula One career. He done. He 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 raced everything there could be raced in NASCAR. Uh, didn't win anything, but uh, he was in uh, the Xfinity Series. He ran a few Cup races. He was in the Truck Series. Uh, recently, he's been racing in Europe in the uh, Euro uh, Whale and Euro Championship. And here he is. Uh, and, and, uh, just for clarity, oh. Norris, that's a that's a, um, a like a stock car based championship, right? Right. Right. And it's and it's it's all of a sudden out of nowhere he's trying to qualify for the Daytona 500. Now you know, Brian, it's not as hard to do as it used to be. Um, you know, NASCAR's gone to um, fran- a franchise system where you have to actually own a a franchise, much as you do. Uh, you know, you just can't. You and I can't have Norris and Brian's. Uh, baseball team and entered in the American League or the National League. You have to own a franchise. That's the way it is in in uh, big big league car racing now. And uh, so, 52 people, uh, pardon me, 42 uh, drivers showed up at uh, Daytona to attempt to qualify. And Jock uh, made it in uh, by the skin of his teeth. Uh, two people went home: Timmy Hill and. Uh, and J.J. Yaley, Jacques is going to start last, but you never know when it comes to a big league stock car race like uh, the Daytona 500. You're, you're absolutely right, and this year is an interesting year because they've gone to a completely different car. They're, you know, they're they're a completely different design, and almost everybody is starting on a uh, on the same playing field. But with a with a small team like Jacques and coming from the back, it's a it's a tough order to get to the front. Well, you know, the thing is that, uh, you know, as you mentioned, uh, for whatever reason, and, you know, I've done a lot of, a lot of talking to people. I've, uh, I've done a lot of reading on this. Um, they've gone to a, a single lug nut on uh, the, uh, the, the NASCAR car, the cup cars. And, you know, for years that was part of the fun of NASCAR um, uh, pit stops was the fact that, you had to be able to change 
five lug nuts and uh, put five on while they were fueling the car and all the rest of it. I think that, you know, NASCAR is almost becoming a little bit like, uh, like CART and Formula, not CART, IndyCar and Formula One in that, uh, you know, there's, there's a, a lot of similarities now. The one thing that's the same, Brian, is, is the motor, right? It, that's right. It's still, they're still running that, those, those, those honkers. <laughs> well, and you know they sound great, Norris. You know that that's the thing, and that, I think that's part of the excitement about NASCAR is you've got all these massive V eight powered cars right. running nose to tail on a super speedway like that. And you know, I, I think you're right about what NASCAR is becoming because you know we've seen the success of Formula One in the last couple of years, especially with the the, the Netflix show Drive to Survive. That's brought right. a lot of new people to it, and. You know, you look at what NASCAR did with the um, the the race at the LA Coliseum a couple of weeks ago, and that's bringing in that whole Hollywood aspect to Wasn't it as that well. A hoot, right? It sure was. <laughs> all right, so pick uh, pick a winner. Oh, we're oh running goodness. out of time. You know something, Steve? You always take the fun out of out of gossiping. Thank you, dear. <laughs> I'll hug you. I'll hug you one day. You know something? It's I'm, I'm going to call two people. Uh, the the defending NASCAR champion Kyle Larson, who uh, is on the poll. Yep. And uh, but I got a feeling about Joey Logano. Um, you know, he was leading the second duel the other night, and he had a little uh, misunderstanding <laughs> with Chris Buescher, and he always does, and uh, uh, and and wrecked. But uh, I I think he's he's going. The other guy to look at too is. Uh, is Brad Keselowski, who was fired by Roger Penske and went out and teamed up with uh, Jack Roush to form his own team. And uh, and both his cars won duels the other night. Uh, Keselowski won uh, one race and, and Busher won the other one. All right, Norris, we do have to run. Appreciate your uh, your input as usual. Okay. Thank you very much for having me on, boys. You'll have Thanks, to tell Norris. everybody what happened, why they... NASCAR happened to uh, take some wheels. You know, those boys look for every single advantage they could possibly get. And uh, let's find out who gets caught and how much it's going to cost them. And next time you're on, I'll give you a lug nut hug. And okay? I hope, and fill a new sponsor quickly. It's not Depends, is it? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> He's we not gotta, that old. <laughs> Got to run. Take care, everybody. We'll be right back after this break. I'll be talking to Ron English from CAA. We'll be right back. My name is Alan Gelman, of course. I'm uh, hosting uh, this show today. And, um, you know, the CAA is always looking. They're, they're one of our advertisers. I'm sure you heard their spots all the time. You know, they're always looking for ways to better serve their clientele. We've had Elliot on many, many times talking about MyPace, which is Dave's favorite insurance company because he saved so much money. Um, that's one of the only companies where you only pay for the distance you drive. Well, Rhonda English is with us right now. She's the chief marketing officer for CAA. And she's here to talk about their latest adventure. Rhonda, how are you? I'm great, Alan. How are you? Excellent. So maple, it's, it's, it's uh, maple syrup. We like that. We were talking about that earlier. And maple walnut is uh, two people's favorite uh, kind of ice cream. But what is maple? Maple is a virtual healthcare platform um, that offers 24-7 access to Canadian doctors and health professionals. Well, don't we all have access to, I mean, you know, I, I, we, we talked earlier. I mean, I have a doctor, and I sometimes can get through to him. Um, 
Mine, mine's pretty good, too. I just go down the street and say, hey, Dave, what's up? <laughs> but not everybody has that luxury, eh, Rondo? That, that's right, Alan. Um, this is in no way meant to um, replace the care of a family physician. And, you know, we want everyone to have a family doctor. But there are times when um, you, your doctor's office isn't open if something happens on a weekend or evening or you're away on a trip and you want to get some advice. So this is a great stopgap measure uh, for people who have a doctor, for, and there are people who actually, unfortunately, don't have doctors uh, in some areas. And so this is a great um, tool that you can use to, you know, have the advice at your fingertips. Yeah, that's great because I know I've called my cardiologist to make an appointment, and you get the appointment. If you're having chest pains, hang up the phone oh, <laughs> and no. go to the emergency have a department. Couple, yeah, take a couple of these aspirins and <laughs> don't, pray don't to God. Just wait here. So there are people that don't have doctors now. Now, That's a big thing, too. Really? I, that really East, is. In really the East is. Coast of Nova Scotia, it's a long time to get a doctor. Well, you say the service is available 24-7. I guess that would be important if, if you're out of the country, eh, in a different time zone? Yeah, well, it's yeah, it's important, I guess, whether you're in the country or out of the country, if you have a problem and you want to talk to somebody. But, yes, when you're traveling, uh, this is available as well. And I think it gives people... Um, peace of mind to be able to, to you know, speak with a Canadian trained or licensed um, physician or, or general practitioner. So it's available wherever you are, whether you're home or, or traveling. Now you say, um, I think you had mentioned that a lot, some of the employees there had a, had a trial sort of, uh, you know, period to use this. Did, did you get instant access? Like when you call, um, how long a wait are you? You're 10th in line. Stay with us. Your call is important. <laughs> is it one of those or you actually get somebody pretty quick? You know, um, uh, I've had one personal experience where we called about a little rash on uh, on my husband's arm, and we were talking with uh, or texting with a doctor within about five minutes. So, I mean, I think it varies, obviously, but they try to have it within within 10, 10 minutes or so. You should be speaking with a general practitioner. So, Rhonda, when you download this app, the Maple app, how does it, how does it take us through it? Like, tip, typically, Sam, I need to get. Uh, a virtual appointment with a doctor. I go on the app, and then what's the what's the next process? Well, actually, the first thing we'd like our members to do is to register. So when you register, you're not necessarily needing any you know instant advice, but you're registered and you have an account, so that when you do need to um, to access the service, then you're already set up, and you can access it um, either through the app or through their website. And so once you're registered, all you need to register is your membership number. Uh, and then if you have to call, you call uh, the number that's on there. Or you go on to the app, download the app, and you can just say, get care. And they'll start to ask the questions and, and put you in touch with who you need to speak with. Now, what about cost? We didn't talk about that. As your basic membership, your CAA membership, your entry level, um, are you entitled to this or what? Yeah, actually, we have it. Everybody, all memberships are entitled to it. Um, it does have varying levels of coverage. So the basic membership receives um, a consistent 20% discount off the regular prices that Maple charges. And that ranges from 49 up to 99 depending on the time of day you're calling. Um, but our plus members are receiving two free consults per year, and our premier are getting five free consults per year. And it's actually open to not just our members, but anybody in your household. So you don't have to be, the primary member has to be, uh, you know, a CA membership, but then you can put anybody else in your household on the account as well. Right. That's, that is very, very impressive. Uh, and how, how, does, how does the app work for, you know, uh, people who are unfamiliar with apps? Is it fairly easy to, to just um, dial up and, and get care? 
Yeah, you know when you when you um, you log in and you click get there's a little button that says click that says get care, and then you just provide your details about your medical issue, and a general practitioner just reviews your request and responds in minutes. So that, that is very it. impressive. As you far know, as technology, yeah. what about um, what do they call it? Um, a video portion? Are they able to do it that way as well? Like, let's say the doctor wants to see what your husband's rash looks like. Yeah. There's a couple of ways you can do it by phone, by text, by message, or or video. <clears throat> um, with my husband, we just took a picture and and sent it. We didn't get onto a virtual call, but a video call. But you can do that. You know, especially now, uh, Rhonda, with March break coming up, and everybody's waiting for March first to happen. Get out of here for a bit. Uh, I mean, you can access this if you go down to Florida or California or anywhere where it's warmer than here. So it's easy. It's a great convenience for CAA members. It absolutely is. And, you know, um, we never know when we're going to want to consult with a doctor. It might be, you know, you're out with your family camping and a child gets a bite or a rash breaks out or, you know, and if it's an emergency, always you have to you know, call 911 or, or get proper um, proper attention. But for stuff that isn't an emergency, this is a huge convenience for, for our members. And privacy protocol is pretty good. I mean, nobody else is going to be privy to this information. No, no, we don't. We don't get to see who does what with right. So, example, you know, your your kid goes on spring break, has a burning sensation, wants to know. You know, uh, nobody else is going to find out about it. Yeah, and also, you know, with all the snow we've had, people are shoveling. Uh-huh. You're going to throw your back out, and your chiropractor's not around or anybody. This is ideal. Having done it a couple of days ago. Oh, how did that go? Uh, it's smooth. <laughs> well, the pain wasn't great, but I got on maple, and it was like. Uh, this is great. You don't have to leave the home ever. That's very so cool. So it's, it's really impressive, Rhonda. Really, Rhonda, really you can get, you're able to get um, prescriptions too, eh? Yes, and that's, that's the, the, a real great benefit of it is um, if your diagnosis is such that you need a prescription, they just call right away to send that prescription to your closest pharmacy. And like um, we did that with wow. my husband, and he picked it up within, uh, within the half an hour of the call. We were at the pharmacy getting the wow. cream. That topical. is that's, that's cool. very impressive. That's mm-hmm. great. And the diagnosis was right. The ration's gone. That's really important. <laughs> yes. well, you, are you, hang on for a second, Rhonda. I would so like are, you, are you worried about her husband? Well, you never know. These things <laughs> tend to explode. They get bigger and worse. I'm know? not going there. <laughs> but Maybe that's Al's experience. <laughs> no, actually, and I know Rhonda's uh, husband very well. And I, I, I'm guessing it was probably from one of his motorcycles. Eh? He got the rash. Was it a road rash? No, you know, no, it was not, Al. We, I think we shouldn't talk about him anymore. Yes. <laughs> it was Al's, just getting good. That's that's called uh, the Gelman way of throwing somebody underneath the bus. In this case, it's a motorcycle. But uh, if people want to find out like more information about this, as we, uh, we still got a couple minutes to go, uh, how do they find out to get the Maple app to download? Well, I, again, the first step is to register. And so right. you can go on to our site at CAASCO dot com slash maple and if it'll give you you know answer any questions you might have about it before you register and then when you register it's really on uh, getmaple.ca slash caa and with that um is where you can so you just have to have your membership number with you um and you don't have to download the app but if you're comfortable with apps and phones that's probably the easiest way that's great you know I, when i yeah. tried it this week it was like you know if, if we were back down where it's warmer it would have been great because, you know, CVS was okay down there, but it's like you wait 
You wait and you wait. So this is this is an ideal thing to have. Uh, question great. quickly. Now, let's say Steve was in Florida, put his back out, and needed a, a script for something down there. Yeah. Would that work or not? doesn't work internationally. It, you know, they, they can't do international prescriptions. Uh-huh. Um, so that's the limitation when you're traveling. But you can certainly get a diagnosis and, and recommended sort of next course of action. Yeah, Vicotonic. But Katana would work well sometimes. Just leave it alone, it'll fall off by itself. You know that's Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other the other thing I didn't mention is it can you can also get referrals to specialists. So that's um often challenging and, and these are uh, the general practitioners um can refer you to a specialist if, if that's what the diagnosis is for. All right, Rhonda, we appreciate you taking the time today. Uh, one more time if people want to find out how to do this. Uh, I'd say go to our website, caasco.com slash maple, and all the questions are answered and the link's there to register. Excellent. Thanks for your help. Have yourself a great weekend. You too. Hopefully, yeah, you don't have to use maple. Yes. Don't get close to that rash yeah. either, eh? Like you look like you're breaking out just underneath your oh, chin there for a second. I'm sort of getting... <laughs> I, I got an inch, you know? You think I could have caught it? I'm you can't not get it over the radio. Now you're really concerned about rashes this weekend. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. Oh, a rash of complaints. We've got so many complaints. <laughs> All right. Speaking <laughs> no of complaints. No respect whatsoever. Yeah. And complaints can happen, especially when you're in an accident. We're going to talk next with uh, Brian Goldfinger, who is a personal injury lawyer. And it's some interesting stuff we're going to get into. That's coming up next on Dave's Corner Garage. And Al's going to put some cream on his rash. <laughs> it's getting worse. What's going on with you? Welcome back to Dave's Corner Garage, and I'm sure that uh, we've all been in the situation where we've had the occasional ding with another uh, another car, and we wonder, you know, what what can we really do next? So joining us on the phone right now is Brian Goldfinger. He's a personal injury lawyer. Good morning, Brian. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm great. Listen, considering it's a weekend uh, and the snow seems to be going away, I have no complaints whatsoever. People have been writing in knowing that you're going to be on the air. So here's a couple of questions for you. What are some of the important steps to take after you have a car accident? I, I just first want to thank you for having me on the show and uh, for exploring these topics because it's we don't think about accidents until they happen. And it's not like these things are taught to you in high school or college or university. You have to learn them through life experience. And some people go through accidents and some people don't. And unfortunately, if you've been involved in a serious accident, it's really important to know what to do. So at baseline, uh, people say, well, you got to get the other driver's insurance information. And that's certainly very true. But there's so many other steps you need to take after a serious car accident. If you don't take those steps, you may be in for trouble. Um, just getting somebody's car insurance sometimes isn't enough because to be real with you and your listeners, there's a lot of people out there who either A, aren't driving with insurance or B, have improper pink slips. And what do I mean by improper? Either they're forged or frauded or they've expired and, uh, they're not the right ones. Uh, so these sort of things happen. So reporting the accident to your local collision center or reporting the accident to the police is certainly important. Even if it's a minor fender bender, that way the accident is uh, documented, not just by you and somebody taking your word for it, uh, but the police and the authorities get involved. And again, it doesn't have to be the police. It could be your local collision reporting center if it's a minor accident. The next thing you need to do, of course, is if you can, everyone's got a smartphone with them, take some photos. And that's really cheap and it doesn't cost any money, just costs a bit of time. Now, if you've been really, really injured and you can't do that, maybe you can get a loved one or a friend to do that. 
But those photographs are very important because the damage to your vehicle, the damage to the other person's vehicle, uh, the scene of the accident will all change in time. And the thing about law is evidence gets lost and it's important to preserve that evidence. Uh, and fortunately, in today's society, everyone thinks that there's cameras everywhere. And uh, sometimes there are cameras everywhere, but the reality is those cameras might not be working, might not be recording at that time, or might not be uh, pointing in the right direction. So just because we think that there are cameras everywhere and we think those cameras are recording our every move doesn't necessarily mean that the cameras are going to be capturing the important evidence. And that's why it's up to you. The onus is always on the person to capture that evidence with his or her recording device. What would you suggest to people who get into a situation? I've had it once uh, many years ago where the person that uh, we bumped together did not have car insurance or didn't have proof of that. What what can you do then? So that, that happens a lot. So get mm-hmm. their license plate, get a photo of their ID, um, and, and go to your local collision reporting center or call the police because you, you, you just don't know what that person is up to. You don't know what they're doing. And sometimes it's honest. You know, I had a situation where uh, I was driving and my insurance, I didn't have the right slip on me. Uh, but the local collision center uh, where I was at, I was in London, Ontario. Uh, they said, well, if you bring us your proper proof of insurance within 24 hours, we're not going to issue you a ticket because you know what? Uh, mistakes do happen and you might have just an expired uh, pink slip where the insurer sent you the right one. Uh, you just didn't flip it in your wallet or flip it in your kind of your glove box. Uh, and those things do happen and it's totally legitimate. But if you go back to the collision center and you send them proper proof of insurance, you're going to be okay. But uh, to tell you the truth, get a photograph of, of the person's uh, driver's license. That'll be very helpful. And get a photograph of the license plate and uh, report it. That's about all you can do. You know, we have over the years, uh, we've got a great relationship with uh, OPP Sergeant uh, Kerry Schmidt, and he tells us many interesting stories about when he pulls people over after an accident. And, uh, you know, people can, it's, it's a shocking situation. Your mind's not really thinking at that point. So usually when that happens, you get, you try and pull your car over to the side as they try and do. And then the tow truck companies come on. So what's your legal standpoint when people say two trucks, two tow trucks come to you? Uh, what do you legally have the right to do, um, from a, from a legal point of view? Well, I think you hit it on the head, Steve, that people are in shock after an accident and the adrenaline's pumping. You're absolutely right about that. And you're also absolutely right that these tow trucks, uh, they know when accidents happen, they know where they happen. And it might not just be two, it might be three, four, five, six. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's warranted because it's a multi-car collision. And sometimes it's just silly because there's one vehicle, not much damage. And there's five tow truck drivers all around this poor driver who's in shock and confused and doesn't know what to do. And it's even worse when you're far from home and the tow to, you know, home is very, very far or you're in parts of the country that are very remote. Your tow to your local service station, you know, is very far away. Uh, My best advice there is just to take a pause, take a breath. Uh, You're legally allowed to go with any tow truck driver you want. You can go wherever you want. So what I recommend people do is if they have an auto club membership, you give the auto club a call and they'll send out a driver because you know that you're not going to be charged rates that are through the roof and you're not going to fa- uh, face a, a potential 
I've heard all these horror stories about like impounding situations mm-hmm. whereby mm-hmm. they tow your car and they do the repairs and the repair bill comes out and the insurance company doesn't approve the repairs and the repairs, the insurance company will approve up to 1000, but the, uh, the shop has done 10,000 in repairs and they're going to impound your car until you pay out of pocket the nine grand difference. Yeah. And sometimes, so, uh, we've had it where, um, we had our car in, taken to the pound because it was uh, almost a write-off. But to get the car out, they wanted like a big amount of money. That uh, my insurance company said, "No, no, no. We'll call the uh, we'll get the police down there, and they'll take take care of all that." If you are injured uh, in a car accident, what's the best thing you can do from a legal point of view? The best thing you can do is document it by going to the hospital, emergency clinic, walk-in clinic. Uh, or seeing your family doctor right away. Too often people contact me and they're not getting proper medical attention. They tell me I've been hurt or injured uh, in a serious accident. Okay. And they've done nothing about it. And a legal case is like baking a cake. You can't bake a chocolate cake with just chocolate. And just chocolate is the person getting up on the stand saying, I'm injured. That's not enough. It needs to be documented with evidence. And that evidence is seeing your family doctor, going to the emergency clinic, going to the hospital, getting medical treatment. Without medical treatment, a court will not believe that you are injured. It's that simple. All right. Listen, uh, a pleasure you having you on this show this morning, and we'll have you back again. If people want to find out more information about what they should be doing, what's your website there at, uh, at your law firm? Website's very is easy. Visit goldfingerlaw.com, or you can reach me by email at brian, B-R-I-A-N, at goldfingerlaw.com. Great. Thanks, Brian. Have a great weekend. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. Welcome back, everybody. This is Dave's Corner Garage. My name is Alan Gilman. We have a special guest with us right now. Her name is Jenny Levine slash Redinger, if anybody needs to get a little more information than that. (laughs) Jenny, thanks for joining us. How are you? Hi, Alan. Thanks for having me on. You're very welcome. We just wanted to, on behalf of my brothers and my mother, we really just wanted to thank you all so much for last week's tribute to my dad. It was really beautiful. Well, he was an easy guy to work with, to work for, and uh, he loved what he did, and he loved the people around him. That's the one thing that we, it was so, you know, all the people that did call in, all they talked about was his love for the family, his love for the business, and uh, he was a great guy. Always a positive. Like, never, a, you never <laughs> saw him with a, not a big smile on his face. Yeah, uh, yeah, until the end. Big smile all the all the time. He just he loved what he did. This was his second career and he always wanted to do it and he made it happen. So, yeah. you know, he was a risk taker. <laughs> <laughs> well he had nothing uh, to lose, eh? He he had nothing to lose and I think that's how he thought of, of life. He had nothing to lose and you only get one chance. So he he really made the most of it. Yeah, I was but I was gonna say that, that Je- oh sorry, Jenny. Left, I- yep. Now the, I I met Dave about a dozen years ago, and and you know we became immediate friends just over our mutual love of cars, and and he was excited about his Ferrari at the time, and you know that we we uh, we hit it off straight away, and and uh, he was a really really special friend. His his Ferrari, Jenny, you know the the black one that was in the garage, <laughs> we called it the the cave up in Brampton. So he oh, gets yeah. he's I meet him one day for our usual <clears throat> very healthy lunch. And uh, he says, "Go sit in the Ferrari." I've never, I've never been. You go. You never been in one. So I sit in it, and it's on one of those things. Go. What are they? Forklifts. You know, yeah, the right? hoist goes right, it's on the hoist. So I'm in the car going. This is great. Sidelines are good. Then I hear this button, and then, and I'm up twelve feet in the air. And he says, "So yeah. what are the sidelines like?" I went, "Get me down here for God's sakes!" 
<laughs> Jenny, question. Did Dave give you a nice car, or were you always relegated to drive the beater? Um, you guys know, like, the Shoemaker's children? <laughs> yes. <laughs> exactly. That's why I'm asking you. So Yeah. I had a lot of cars growing up. When I was 16, I got a car. I got a Fiero 2M4, mm-hmm. and it was a Ooh. two-seater for a reason. He didn't want me having anybody else in the car. But, of course, uh, being 16, course. you know, it's a challenge. So <laughs> we people we can fit into there. Way to go, um, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I, had so, I had so many cars growing up, and if someone needed a car, that one went, and a new one came in. Did, did you have your own personal hammer to, to whack the starter or to hit the gas no. tank to get her to run? That would have been my brother's. I, okay. was, I was the girl, so he, I didn't have to do any of those fancy things. Well, I guess at the end of the day, if it got too bad, he'd have to, you know, your mother would uh, straighten him right out anyways. Yep, my mom was good at that. All right, Jenny, thank you very much for, her, for, for joining us today. We were more than happy to do that for your dad, and uh, we all loved him. And keep in touch, yes. all right? Through, yes, thank you touch. all so much. Okay. Have a great day. You too. Bye. All right, speaking of Dave, you know, uh, he experienced it himself. He told me he just about had to change his Walmart shorts afterwards. He was driving his wife's car, and he went to overtake a, a vehicle, and all of a sudden, oh, right, in, yeah. in mid-lane change, the brakes applied for no particular reason. Brian, this is apparently happens once in a while. It, it does, and and you know with these with these high tech systems with adaptive cruise control and lane, active lane keep assist, where the car will steer. And there's some cars now that are available that have um, lane change assistance. So mm-hmm. if you if you're on the freeway and you, you touch your turn signal, the car will actually change lanes for you. So there is some intervention in the steering. And what I found recently. Uh, testing another brand new vehicle, twenty two model year vehicle. Mm-hmm. I'm driving on a on a snowy road, right? And the the lane keep, the active lane keep system is on, mm-hmm. and it doesn't know where I am on the road. So I'm in the lane. I'm driving straight in my lane. But it, what it's seeing is the the fresh tracks of the snow and some of the snow that's been worn away, and it can't tell where I am on the road. So it's trying to steer me into what it thinks is the lane. Oh wow! So thankfully, these systems are switchable, so you can turn them off. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's there. I've been in those situations where sometimes the the car does funny things that I don't want it to do. I don't like it at times, especially when you're driving in the and it's, you get wet snow and it sits in the front of your your car. Yes, and those electric things light up and it goes breaking. I went. Well, I'm sitting. I'm still. Don't tell me you're starting to yell. You're looking at the screen of your car and you're yelling at it like it's going to go, what are you doing? <laughs> All right. I, I well, do Steve, that if frequently. you do get into trouble, you know, we got to give uh, Brian Goldfinger a call. We've got to thank him. That's true. He's a personal injury lawyer, so uh, some great tips there, eh? What to do or not do when you get in a car accident. Take pictures of everything. you got a smartphone. Be smart. Take pictures. That way you got proof. When get you your dash cam on, yeah. It's big stuff, big business, too. Got now, I, I will say that people with dash cams are usually the people that need dash cams pointed at them. <laughs> and you're looking at me for that reason? Is that what Yes, <laughs> Yes, Steve. <laughs> I want to thank uh, Ron English, of course, calling in from uh, Maple. She's from CAA and the, virtual, the Maple Virtual Healthcare app. That was hard to say. Great thing. Um, you're just thinking of ice cream, that's why. Well, people get instant access to a doctor. It's great. It really, it's it's an easy thing to use, mm-hmm. and it's it's really convenient. And you're probably looking up now because you think you, your wife's probably listening now, going, is, "When did he get this rash? <laughs> this is not good." I, no, it was my cousin David. It wasn't me. I didn't get it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to thank Norris McDonald, of course, who will be glued to the television tomorrow watching the Daytona 500. Who do you think's going to win? What's your pick? 
Um, I'm thinking one of the Hendricks teams guys has got to do it. You know, they they've got the lead so far. Um, we have the uh, the uh, what do you call it? The series winner from last year, ready to go, Kyle yeah. Larson, who you? can apparently race anything. Larson can drive anything and, and can drive anything exceptionally well. He's what's, a real driver. What's your pick? I'm I I got to say Larson too. Really? Yeah. But Keselowski could do it. I thought Jackie Stewart had that, a pretty no, good No, which is pretty weird because he's on a brand-new team with a brand-new car and is in second spot. Great. There you go. Yeah. Got to run, everybody. Thanks, Carlos. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We'll see you next week. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740.